0: There's a piece of advice that the Bible gives over and over again and I think it's crystallised the clearest in Thessalonians 5.17 and if anybody's looking for Bible verses to memorise, this is a really great one because it's literally two words. Um, Thessalonians says this, pray continually. The book of Thessalonians was written by Paul to a church in Thessalonica and a lot of this letter is him encouraging uh, them to keep going until the end to be consistent in their habit of praying. And there's this habit, this lifestyle, this rhythm and ritual of continuous prayer that is echoed again in lots of his advice to churches um, at that time. In Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, he expands on the advice he's given to the Thessalonicans. He says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for all of the Lord's people. I think the ancient Celtic Christians really understood this lifestyle of continuous prayer. They have a prayer that goes, God to enfold me, God to surround me, God in my speaking, God in my thinking, God in my sleeping, God in my waking, God in my watching, God in my hoping, God in my life, in my lips, and my soul, in my heart, God in my sufficing, in my slumber, God in my ever-living soul, God in mine eternity. In every situation, and you might have heard this phrase before, the ancient Celtic Christians were breathing in and breathing out God. We might translate this prayer in our times to God in my washing up, God in my breakfast, God in my commute, God in my conversations, God in my haircut, God in my laundry. If we're praying continually in every situation, that means we're inviting God into the small stuff, into the mundane stuff, into the silly stuff, the boring stuff, the minutia of our lives. Not because we want God to micromanage us, but because we want to continually be with him. Brother Lawrence was a monk who lived in France in the 17th century. He lived a very simple, small, quiet, seemingly dull life. He did washing up for a living. But he chatted with God so regularly and so continuously that it was written about him. He was pleased when he could take up a straw from the ground for the love of God. For Brother Lawrence, even picking up bits of rubbish was an act that was infused and inspired by the spirit of God. There's a few reasons why we should pray all the time. The first one's pretty simple. You become like who you spend time with. So, if we want to be more like God, we should probably chat to Him as much as possible. The second reason is that if we pray for little things, we'll have already secured those healthy rhythms and habits in place so that praying for the big things is not a sudden shock and we get tongue tied and we don't know how to communicate with God. The third reason is that God deserves our attention. How many times a week do we tell God how good He is? Prayer can be a form of worship. It can be a time of completely turning our focus onto God. Fourth reason, I'm going back to Paul's letter to Ephesus here, is that we need to be alert to how the Spirit is moving. And sometimes the Spirit doesn't do things in a big, loud, trumpety way. Um, Sometimes God will do things really subtly in people and in nature and in situations that we're not attuned to because we're not praying. We'll miss out on stuff because we're not asking to see it. In this passage we heard, Paul also mentions praying for each other, and I think that increases our love for the church and for each other. As a church, as the Lord's people, we can find out what God's plans are for us as a group and participate in them. And the fifth reason is because it works. Prayer gets stuff done. If you can pray a prayer that says, Lord, will you be with me as I eat this rivita, you can pray a prayer that says, Lord, will you help me kick this addiction, or Lord, will you heal my mum, or Lord, will you bring peace to Syria. Prayer gets stuff done. Prayer needs to become not even second nature, but first nature. It needs to be innate and instinctual. Um, I thought a bit about how we can practically apply this in our lives. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to turn to the person next to you and uh, tell them three things um, that you do maybe every day, daily activities. Um, And in those moments, you're going to pray in the chat to God um, and spend time with him. And just before you do that, I'm going to pray for us. Holy Spirit of God, I want to invite you into the small things of my life. I want you to be with me. I want to be alert to you. I want to spend all the moments of my life with you. I want to tell you, Lord, that you are powerful. You are gracious. You are good. You are creative. You are peaceful. You are loving beyond my comprehension. I ask now that as a church we see you and meet you everywhere, in every situation, and we do not miss you. Amen. Go ahead.